A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Inside for Elba. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've gone through every single team that have been named so far for this weekend's trials. We've got two more games left, which means four more teams. We've got the Storm and the Newcastle Knights, and then the Sharks taking on the Bulldogs. We'll be going through those teams now. Just a reminder, earlier today, uh, we dropped a preview on the Canberra Raiders side and the Brisbane Broncos side, and then of course, the Penrith Panthers and the Parramatta Eels who are playing each other. We've had to sort of drip feed these because all the teams came out at different times, but there's four podcasts over the last two days that have summarized and previewed every single uh, team that we'll be running out this weekend. So you can pick and choose which ones you want to listen to. Each of them goes for about 15 minutes, so you can average that out. Each team is about four or five minutes uh, spent on each of them, so you can go through and listen to what you would like. But right now, we've got the Melbourne Storm taking on the Newcastle Knights. Now, this game is the only one that we're going to get on Sunday afternoon. Very excited for this one, the Newcastle Knights. I'm sort of torn. Um, I thought they looked better than what I expected last week against the Canterbury Bulldogs, but I thought the Canterbury Bulldogs were awful, just incredibly poor. The only points that Newcastle scored were the vast majority. Well, the, the points that they did score, one came through Paul Alamotti with a very poor missed tackle, a rookie there. Their, their other points came through Ockenbord just completely shitting the bet on, on the wing and just making life easy for them. And then they had a play off a of front row with a short ball where Avarillo just fell asleep. So, I mean, they were the only points they scored, and I thought Canterbury was pretty awful in that game. So Newcastle, they look better than what I thought. But even when they looked better, they only managed to put points on for certain reasons against Canterbury, who looked terrible. So I'm very keen to see how the Knights look. Uh, We'll go through the Melbourne team first, though. At fullback, Nick Meany, no Ryan Pappenhausen. We're hearing that he is racing the clock to play round one. On the wing, George Jennings and Xavier Coates. In the centres, Remus Smith and Justin Olam. Six, Cooper Johns. Seven, Jerome Hughes. In the front row, Jesse Bromwich and Christian Welsh. Tyron Wishart, who we've been talking about for a very long time. Uh, we're very excited for him. It looks like, to me, he will play hooker in round one. Super keen to see that. The son of Rod Wishart, a guy that we've got a lot of time for, Tyron Wishart. So keep an eye on him. A Gerringong Jr., who I, I think he could be anything. In the back row, Felice Cafusi and Kenny Bromwich. And at 13, Josh King. Obviously, Brandon Smith will not be playing round one. You would assume Josh King will play that role. Very, very excited for Josh King. Apparently... 
he's been one of their more impressive guys in their preseason. Is anyone shocked? A guy came down to the Melbourne Storm. He's a good front row at another club without being exceptional. Arrives at Melbourne and goes bang. Very, very interesting. On their bench, uh, Faya Logo, Warbrick, Alec McDonald, who's just been upgraded into their top 30. I believe he's a second row. Let's keep an eye on him, number 16. Chris Lewis, 17. Jaden Nikarima, Dean Irima in 19. Bronson Garlic, 20. Trent Lairu, 21. I can never pronounce his name. Apologies. Brandon Smith, 22. Nelson Asofa Solomona, sorry, 23. Cam Munster, 24. Jack Howarth, 25. Harry Grant, 26. And Grant Anderson, 27. I'll tell you what, that might be the best 22 to 26 a squad has ever seen. Brandon Smith, Nass, Munster, Harry Grant, throw Howarth in there as well. Very interesting side named by Melbourne here. Obviously, Papi not playing, so Nick Meany at one. It'll be interesting to see who is on the right wing come round one. George Jennings is there at the moment. I still think there's a world where Jack Howarth could play right centre and Remus Smith to the wing, but that looks unlikely at the moment. You could also see Nick Meany land there, I guess, uh, once Pappenhausen comes back. So keep an eye on that. George Jennings, I thought he did well last year. Didn't perform his best in the finals, though. Uh, so bellyache, he might have that in the back of his mind. Left side looks locked in with Olam and Coates. Cooper Johns will replace Cameron Munster to start the game at least. As we said, Tyron Wishart here has locked up the nine jersey for round one seemingly. Josh King will be in the 13. Uh, guys to watch on the bench, Warbrick. He's been very impressive. We've heard a lot about him coming from sevens. Alec McDonald just got upgraded into their top 30, so another one to keep an eye on there. Nick Arima, we sort of assumed he would be in this side for round one, but he might have sort of played himself out of it. Had a couple of brain explosions last week, which I felt sorry for him. Uh, uh, just, a, you know, a kick on second or third that went dead and just stuff like that that I'm sure Belioke wouldn't have liked. But hopefully Nick Arima, he can um, get himself back into this side. Bronson Garlic, another one to keep an eye on there. Uh, and then you got, you know, all, all the big boys we mentioned before. Very excited to see how they use Jack Howarth. I heard an interview during the game the other day with Ryan Hoffman, I'm pretty sure it was, and... He was talking about all the second rowers. Howarth wasn't one of them. So I think they see him as a center. So it'll be interesting to see if he gets an opportunity during this game and if he's able to impress. Defensively, I thought last week he had a couple of issues as high as I am on him, as good as his super coach score was and as much as everyone talked him up after that game. Defensively, there was a few things that worried me at center. Uh, center is the hardest position on the field to defend at, in my opinion. Uh, so it is a big test for him. So keen to see how he goes this week. Uh, let's have a look at the Newcastle Knights. I think they're similar to last week. KP at fullback. Tawala on one wing. Dominic Young on the other. Tawala replacing Heimel Hunt, I believe, on the left side, who's injured. Dan Gagai and Bradman Best in the centres. David Clemmer in the front row. I thought last week he was sensational for the Newcastle Knights, as was his partner, Daniel Saifiti, as well as the hooker, Chris Randall. He looked really good as well. Tyson Brazell and Lachlan Fitzgibbon make up the second row with Kurt Mann at 13, who was the standout for Newcastle the other day, I thought. KP looked really good, but the work that Kurt Mann was doing. Uh, it looks like they're going to play in a in a structure that is Clune uh, down the left side, Jake Clifford down the right, and Kurt Mann controlling the centre third. Very Sydney Roosters sort of style when you used to see Kiri on the left, you know, um, Flano on the right, and Radley just controlling the middle. I think that's going to be their sort of structure. On the bench, Phoenix Crossland, Jacob Saifidi, Mitch Barnett, uh, Momasia, Tex Hoy, Dylan Lucas, Matt Croker, Leo Thompson, Mackenzie Baker, Chris Valia, uh, Musgrove, Wilkinson, and Purcell. So, things to watch in this game. Obviously, Tuala on the left edge. If Heimel Hunt is out, you have to think Tuala locks down that spot. Dominic Yarni looked very impressive last week. I still do think he's a little bit raw 
draw, but I think he's probably the guy for this jersey. His match awareness and everything just needs to keep building. His positioning as well needs to keep improving. Uh, defensively, there are issues there. You can catch him out as well, which the Canterbury Bulldogs did last week. Obviously, a retreating defense off a line break there, but we've seen before that Dominic Young can get caught out. I think he's probably the best guy to play on that left edge. I think he's the most damaging guy they could pick from. Uh, but yeah, there are a couple of things that he needs to work on. This will be a really, really big test for him coming up against the Melbourne Storm because they will go at him. Uh, Adam Clune obviously playing down the left edge. Got to watch out for his long ball. I've heard a lot of people talking about it this week. We spoke about this almost 18 months ago when he came on for the Dragons. His his right-to-left cutout ball is sensational. So keep an eye on him. Uh, yeah, the forward pack sort of speaks for itself. Kurt Mann is the main guy to watch for me. Phoenix Crossland, he's obviously in a battle to lock up the 14 jersey. Keep an eye on Jacob Saifidi too. Obviously... Last week, Clemmer looked very impressive for the first time in a while. So maybe a good little wake-up call for Jacob Saifidi. Not that he really needs it. He's been playing great. But I have no doubt that in his mind, he wanted to be the starting front rower for the night. So watch that one. Mitch Barnett off the bench. I'm sure that'll piss him off. Uh, so I'm expecting a big game from Barnett as well. Uh, guys to watch. Matt Croker, I thought he was really good when he came on last week. One to watch. Uh, Tex Hoy's always been very talented. Uh, Momosia, he was one of the standouts from last week. Looks like he could probably snag himself a bench spot for round one. Uh, so a big opportunity for him to impress once again. Big test to Newcastle. As I said, they were better than I expected last week. But Canterbury were heaps worse than I expected. And I thought they made it a little bit easy for Newcastle at points. A lot of things went the Newcastle Knights way. Uh, in saying that, their defense was good. The only way that Canterbury scored was essentially off turnovers and stuff. So Knights defense was very good. So mixed bag for Newcastle. Very keen to see how they go in this one. That is going to be at 5.45 on Sunday afternoon uh, from Mars Stadium. Okay, let's have a look at the last game of the week. We've got the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. We'll start with the Sharkies side at fullback Will Kennedy. On the wing, Sione Katoa and Mulatalo. Connor Tracy and Jesse Ramian in the centres. For me, that'll be their back five come round one. A bit of chat around Ikevalu making this side. I think he's probably next man up, but I think this will be the five they'll start the season with. In the halves, Braden Trindle at six, Nico Hines at seven. All but assuring us and locking in that Nico Hines will be the seven. Trindle, he of course will miss the first two weeks of the season. Matty Moylan will come in and play six. Matty Moylan is not a seven uh, in any way, shape, or form. So it locks Nico Hines into the seven jersey. Up front, Toby Rudolph and Hamlin Uele with Blake Braley at nine. Second rowers, I think this is how they'll go round one as well. Britton Nakora and Way Graham. Way Graham on the left, Britton Nakora out on the right with Dale Finucane in jersey 13. Cam McInnes, he's been ruled out for the first, I think it's six to eight weeks or something like that. Check NRL Physio for that. I'm talking off the dome there, but he's out for the first few weeks. On the bench, 14 is Ikevalu. Tyg Wilton in the 15. Andrew Fafita, 16. 17, Sifatalakai. 18, Royce Hunt. 19, Luke Metcalf. 20, Lockie Miller. He has come from Ramwick Rugby. Uh, he's come from r r Rugby Sevens, more importantly. Sorry. Uh, so, Lockie Miller, this will be his first game for the Sharkies at Will See. So, very keen to see him go round. Thomas Hazelton and Jaden Beryl, our boy who came off injured last week in Jersey 2022. 20, 20, sorry. Uh, very interesting, obviously, Cam 
McInnes is out, it gives Dale Finucane the opportunity to play in the 13 jersey instead of the front row. I think it also opens up the door for Andrew Fafita to come onto the bench, uh, a guy that we're all very interested in as far as Supercoach Classic goes. He's pretty cheap, so Andrew Fafita, definitely one to keep an eye on in this game, how he goes. I thought in the All-Stars, he was pretty impressive, but he obviously got more minutes in that than what he will for this Cronulla Sharks side. Uh, Ikevalu, he's wearing jersey 14 at the moment. Whether he's there or not come round one, I'm not sure. I think he's a chance to be there round one after that. I think they probably bring Trindle in to wear jersey 14, but Ikevalu, uh, Craig Fitzgibbon has brought him from the Roosters. He wouldn't have brought him for no reason, so keep an eye on Ikevalu as the season goes on. Really good base stack guy. Not afraid to roll his sleeves up. I've always been a big fan of him. A lot, a lot of depth in this Cronulla Sharks side. Royce Hunt still not making the side. Big fan of Royce Hunt. So, yeah, that, that Cronulla Sharks side, I think that will be close to their round one lineup, if not their round one lineup, except for Trindle out for Matty Moylan. Moyser not playing in this game. Not sure why. Uh, but, yeah, Moyser's played enough rugby league, played enough at six that he'll be okay. Just weird that he hasn't played a, guy, a game with Nico Hines yet, obviously. Uh, let's move to the Canterbury Bulldogs. Cronulla side, pretty as per expected there. No real shocks. Let's move to the Bulldog side, which seemingly will be their round one team as well. So this will be a good game. At fullback, coming off, I thought he was their best player. Matt Dufty last week. Very impressive. On the wings, Jaden Ockenbore and Josh Adokar. Great to get Adokar back. Ockenbore. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. He needs to have a big improvement this week because that was very disappointing from him last week. There was Alamotti playing in the centers who was who defensively really struggled. It was his first game against grown men. Ockenbore, I would guess he's already notched up 50-odd first-grade games, so you definitely expect a lot more out of him. Aaron Shop in the centers with Brett Naden. Naden will be on the left. Aaron will play on the right edge there. Matt Burton in the sixth playing his first game for Canterbury. Very exciting. Jake Avarillo holds onto the seven jersey. The kicking game will be tested in this one. Hopefully, Matt Burton can make a big difference to this side. Up front, Luke Thompson with Paul Vaughan. I'll be honest with you, Paul Vaughan, I've been very high on him all preseason. I was disappointed with him last week. I think Paul Vaughan would have been disappointed with his first performance for Canterbury as well. So he needs to have a bounce back. Jeremy Marshall King. Uh, people came out and laughed at him this week when he said he wants to be a top five hooker. Personally... I don't think he can do it, but fuck, I'm all for Jeremy Marshall King saying, I want to be the best he possibly can. That's what I want to hear from my hooker, especially after last week when I thought Josh Cook, uh, the bloke we've been talking about for a long time, I thought he came on and he looked very impressive for Canterbury. So a bit of pressure on Marshall King. Uh, he's talking the talk. He's got to walk the walk now. So best of luck to him. In the second row, Tavita Pangai Jr., who I was a bit iffy on last week. He looks huge, but he's got to put his head down and just go forward for me, and then Canterbury can be anything. 
anything, especially if you've got Matt Burton playing off the back of Tavita Pangai Jr. If you dump him on about 30% or so, then go down the short side. Could be absolutely anything. He just draws in so many guys, but he's just got to accept that as skillful as he is, the offload isn't always the play for Tavita. It's the quick play the ball. It's it's having the defensive line on the back foot, and that's where you will see uh, Burton do his best work. Jack Hetherington, it looks like he will line up on the right side, so very excited to see how he goes. Josh Jackson in jersey 13. On the bench, Brandon Wakeham, Chris Patolo, Max King, uh, Corey Waddell, uh, Caleb Rajab. Now, I haven't seen him play, but I've seen a couple of Bulldogs play, uh, Bulldogs pages talk about him. They're very high on him. Braden Burns in 20. Hopoi in 21. Alamotti returns in 2022. I did it again. 2022. Good God. Jersey 22. Uh, look, with Alamotti, I mentioned it during the week. Don't write this kid off. That was his first ever game against grown adults. Defensively, he had a tough night. There's no doubt about that. As I said, halfway through last week, center is the hardest spot to defend in rugby league. A very tough gig. With the ball in hand, you could see uh, the sort of ability he has. So give Alamotti time. He will be a star eventually. And uh, yeah, hopefully he gets another gig in this game. See a man of for nine, Jersey 23. Bailey beyond Iodo 24. Declan Casey, Kyle Flanagan, Joe Stimson, Jackson Tapine, and Joshua Cook. Guys to watch here, obviously Matt Burton and Josh Adokar playing their first games for Canterbury. Interested to see the improvement in Ockhambor. Same as Brett Nadens. you got Naden, Adokar, Burton playing their first games. Obviously very interested to see the combo between Burton and Avarillo. It needs to it needs to be better than what Avarillo's combo was last week. That was very disappointing. Uh, second row is Jack Hetherington's probably the one to watch for me. How he goes out there. He's been a front rower for a number of years. Looking forward to seeing him on an edge as with Tavita Pangai Jr. It's a fresh start. Uh, reportedly, he has turned the corner. He's turned his life around, so he needs to back it up on the field and potentially make the Canterbury left edge one of the most dangerous edges in rugby league. Brandon Wakeham, apparently he's a little bit closer uh, to this halves fight than what people are giving him credit for. I've always been a fan of Wakeham. Um, he, he just needs time in first grade. He probably needs to be at, at a different club, respectfully. Uh, but Wakeham, he can play. There's no doubt about that. Reportedly, he is in front of Kyle Flanagan. Uh, I think he's a better seven then Avarillo, but Avarillo is a better footballer. And obviously, Trent Barrett, he's going down the avenue of the better footballer. Max King in Jersey 16. I thought he was one of Canterbury's best, if not their best, last week with Matt Dufty. He was great coming off the bench. I've always been a fan of Max King from the time I first saw him playing for the Gold Coast. He is just an absolute workhorse. I remember a couple of years ago, I dragged him into my Supercoach draft team for grand final week, and all the boys sort of said, who the hell is that? Um, he essentially got 80 points in stats. He was incredible and played 80 minutes. So Max King, he's got a bigger engine than what people are giving him credit for and hopefully he earns a spot in this team. Hopefully for our Supercoach teams as well. Corey Riddell in 17. I thought he did some handy things last week as well. Braden Byrne returns in Jersey 20. Uh, Beyond Iodo, another guy not to rule out of contention yet. I didn't, I didn't think he was overly impressive the other night for the Bulldogs though. Uh, Kyle Flanagan, I don't understand why he's so low on this team list. I, should be, I think he should be a little bit higher, but that is what it is. Sometimes if you're at the bottom of an NRL club, it's very hard to get off the bottom of it. And despite what Gus Gould wants to tweet and Trent Barrett, Barrett wants to say, the writing is on the wall that they need a guy like Flanagan and they're not going for Flanagan. So for me, I think he's in a bit of Barney Rubble at this club. Jackson Topene, I can't believe he's in Jersey 28. Still, he should be much higher than that. I think he should be pushing for a berth in their starting 17. He's a guy that I think he should look elsewhere because obviously Trent Barrett isn't overly keen on him and it just makes no sense to me. Josh Cook in Jersey 29. I think he'll play the last 30 minutes or so. 
Keep an eye on him. We've been saying it for a while. He's come over from South Sydney. He's a really good kid. We know him personally, and he's a tough little footballer, an out-and-out hooker, so keep an eye on him in this game. He will be out to impress. He's out to take that jersey off Marshall King, which will be a very exciting clash over the next few weeks. Guys, that is the end of all of our previews of every single team that has been named for the trials this weekend. As we said, we've separated it over four podcasts, so if you want to scroll back and have a look, go and check them all out. If you're a Supercoach player, Make sure you've you've listened to uh, Beers and Breakevens this week, my new show that will be coming out every Tuesday or Wednesday with Timmy Williams. If you want to go check out the YouTube, please do subscribe, like, do all the good things for me. I think we've got one video out there, the uh, Beers and Breakevens. I think it's had about 800 views, which is a lot more than I anticipated. Got a lot of positive feedback, about 120 subscribers on there. So if you can keep pushing those subscribers on YouTube, I would really appreciate it. There is going to be more and more content coming out this year on YouTube uh, from the guru, from myself. So... Thanks for your support. As always, guys, really appreciate it. Cannot wait to get into these trials. I'll be watching them all live this week. No weddings or fucking shenanigans or anything. So there'll be a bit more content on the Instagram page as well. Have a cracking day, guys. Have a great weekend. And I will talk to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.